0: rely on, on X hunt when i'm hunting turkeys it is an invaluable turkey hunting tool oh oh oh
1: o'reilly
0: you need parts o'reilly auto parts has parts need them fast we've got fast no matter what you need we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart The Professional Parts People.
2: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
0: There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on FishingBooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. This is the Meat Eater Podcast coming at you shirtless, severely bug-bitten, and in my case, underwearless. we hunt the Meat Eater Podcast.
2: You can't predict anything.
0: All right, we're recording from the I-70 corridor in Central Colorado. Is that cool, Yanni? That's cool. Yeah, we're in a place that, that, that Yanni is extremely nervous that someone will suss out where we are. I feel like they could look
1: up Giannis Patelis and just figure it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, but don't tell him that because he'll get nervous. <laughs> so we're at a very secret location on the I-70 corridor. And um, you call,
2: are you still comfortable? Yeah. Do you really feel like it counts as I-70 corridor, though? Because I feel like we're a little far away from I-70 to count. See, here he is. He's... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, here's, here's a hunt story for you. Now, the hunt story starts out with me. The prelude is me getting a big old buck. How'd you like that, Brody, when I got that buck? That was, well. Brody liked it a whole lot. I liked lot. it a whole lot. Then, a couple days later, uh, we go out to, to uh, try, try to find a buck for Yanni. And I can't tell you the, where we were and go out and what happened first we glassed up some does hmm then we're people, also looking for an elk for you yep looking for an elk and then yanni glasses up a buck coming kind of down across below us we're up on a perch looking down into some aspen groves and big meadows and yanni says y- you first noticed something was wrong with it
2: yeah Like, his face just looks gnarly. His face looked messed up. in the eights, you couldn't really tell.
0: Turns out, as the buck gets closer, he's got one regular antler. And he's got one antler that is laid down. If I'm remembering this correctly, if I saw what I think I saw. His antler was sort of laying down across the bridge of his nose. And then the the hook of the main beam was wrapping down around under his chin. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I have seen, in the past, I've seen bucks that, had a, that would mess up their pedicles. So the, the, the part of a deer, like the skull of the deer, the thing that the that the antler protrudes from when it grows every year is called the pedicle. And I've seen deer that have damaged their pedicles. Or just have a squirrely antler. And I've I never seen one where the antler grew down and then punched out the deer's eye. You haven't seen that? I have not. Yeah. Well, my old man used to. When I was a little kid, my my old man was the was the local dude who scored for Pope and Young and Boone and Crockett and whatnot. So we got all manner of deer over at our house to look at, and so I saw this buck. And I thought it was a crazy squirrely looking buck rack, and Bugga. I told Johnny, I said, "Shoot, it's a buck of a lifetime." Then we noticed that he was gimpy and had a very bad limp, and I think what happened to that poor buck was I think that. Uh, he might have got hit by a car.
1: Yep. The I 70 corridor was along
0: that the I 70 <laughs> corridor, which we weren't terribly far from.
2: That or the uh, oh, he got really beat up in a fight,
0: or he got in a fight and then got locked horns with a buck. The buck broke his skull plate, punched him in the back leg real hard, <laughs> and he craw- So, so he crawls up into this little aspen grove, and I was thinking he'll pop out the other side, and then. Yanni's going to take a crack at him, but he never emerged from the Aspen Grove. We made a plan to, that we would later in the day go over and jump him out of there and assess just how bad a shape he was in. If you, I've done this in the past. I shouldn't admit this because you, you it's against the law. I have in the past been out hunting and euthanized deer that, uh that i encountered but you didn't tag them. but didn't tag them. yeah one time i was on a little teeny island and we uh found a deer that had been hamstrung by coyotes or something and it was i mean it was mostly dead but not all the way dead one way thing,
1: beyond salvaging
0: oh i mean it was yeah it was a mess it was a pathetic mess um and we we helped it along to where yeah. it was headed and two times I found deer that had been, had poor shot placement on the part of some other hunter and they were in, 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 in bad, bad shape. Now, but yeah, if you, if you euthanize deer, you got to put a tag on it. When right. I was a little kid, I remember deer swam, two times deer swam our lake and got hung up in fences. And one time deer broke its leg and we didn't go over there and, and, and we called a game warden or a cop or something. The cop came out and shot the deer and said that you cannot shoot that deer. Yeah. You had that happen, Brody.
1: Yeah totally did it in in my backyard basically i called the division wildlife said there's a deer with a busted back leg it's in really rough shape game warden came over and wouldn't shoot it because it was in the, in a neighborhood basically said i can't kill this deer safely what's going to happen is going to happen and what happened is that deer probably got killed by a dog or yeah you know something when i was a little kid
0: we were coming back from Tracking a deer, and I remember it was one in the morning. And my dad was driving a 1979 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and he hit a deer. So we're coming back from tracking deer, and he didn't—that we didn't find. He hits the deer, gets out, and throws the deer up into the back of the Jeep Grand Cherokee. I'm riding shotgun, and my two brothers are in the bench seat in the back. We start down the road, and all of a sudden, my brothers are screaming. Because the deer is now standing up in the back of the Jeep Grand Cherokee. <laughs> I remember my old man pulled over to the side of the road, dragged the deer out of the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Fully alive. Cut its throat, loaded the back in the Jeep Grand Cherokee, and we proceeded on our way home. And I think the next day, if I remember right, this is a long time ago, he notified the police, and they brought him over a permit for it.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, Montana recently set up something where if you, you hit game, you can take it and, you know. Yeah,
0: that's another law I broke a whole bunch of times. Is only. that in Montana, you weren't allowed to have roadkill.
3: Yeah, now though, it, recently, last couple of years, you can.
0: Yeah, non-trophy game. So you can't keep roadkill sheep, but yeah. uh, you can keep deer and elk maybe. That but you hard still part. have to
3: notify. If, it. if it's got horns, you got to report it. Yeah, I think
0: either way, actually, I shouldn't say yeah. it. I, I used know, to but. break that law and kind of half hope that I'd get caught because I wanted to go to a judge i thought it'd be fun if the fine wasn't that bad i thought it'd be fun to go into court and be like yes i am guilty of salvaging yeah making a deer that some guy in front of me hit with a car and that would otherwise wind up rotting on the side of the road or wind up in a yep. landfill so here i am confessing my guilt yeah
1: like is this really a big problem i picked up a turkey off the road just a couple
4: winters ago is
1: it legal or illegal? i don't know in colorado I have no idea.
4: I know guys who put big bumper guards on their trucks, though.
1: To try now, to them over.
4: now in Montana with that new rule. yeah, Just mow them they down. want to hit them. So now they go out at night and they'll mow them down, pick them you up. You know people. Yes.
0: Who purposefully go out and mow down.
4: Well, they put a big bumper so they can mow them down. Maybe they don't go out and plan to but mow them down. But if they see one, they don't need to change. They'll speed it. up and they won't swerve. Because they want it for what reason? They'll eat it. Oh, really? Yeah. But if you're
1: hitting them that hard, like, I mean, i was mean, just saying that, you know, there's people out there that the are now using of, that. New yeah, day, yeah that the new percentage ball. of deer that get hit by cars that are actually edible is, you know, whatever. Like, sure. There's usually a little something. On. something yeah,
3: on. yeah. I had a deer on a motorcycle once.
1: Is <laughs> <Was> there anything <laughs> did you, did left? How'd oh, that turn out for you?
3: <laughs> I mean, I got beat up. We couldn't find the deer, but yeah, it's not really re- relevant, I guess. But
0: So what happens with this buck? Here's why we didn't make it back to the buck. This is something I've been real eager to talk about because I want to hear Yanni's side of this because all stories have two sides. So we walk a few miles. Well, how many miles did we walk?
2: To where we took a nap? It was probably closer to where four. I took a nap.
0: So we walked about four miles into the mountains. The day gets hot ish. You kind of get the feeling like you're in that, that transitional zone. Where it's not the morning hunt, it's not the evening hunt, it's kind of time to regroup, have a snack, take a little nap. I lay down to take a little nappy. And it wasn't perfect because the ground I was laying on was frozen and the cold kept creeping up into my body. But as I was doing this, Yanni's like wants to go
2: over and glass into the next bowl. Yeah, I had a hot ticket in my pocket, so I couldn't take a nap. I was like, well, I I better just go with With limited time. He encounters a horseman
0: who is smoking a joint.
2: The horseman... Not quite. He was about to. Stop correcting me. You're going to get to tell your version. Well, no, but you're telling my version.
0: You told me I told that you. as you approached him, he hid a, quote, spliff. Yeah, he did. But he wasn't smoking it. Okay, fixing to smoke a joint. Encounters a guy fixing to <laughs> smoke a joint. The guy... Uh, starts out by inviting Yanni to come over and look at a pistol that he has hidden under a branch. Is that correct? Let me just say, that <laughs> you can you
2: can retell you <laughs> <decide laughs> my story, but you can't add things to my story. I haven't added anything. He
0: inv- yes. You told me he invited you over yeah, but to you examine <laughs> a pistol that he had hidden under a
2: branch. No, I'm, I'm going back. A revolver. To <laughs> I'm just saying, just you got to remember what now, I, I told you. Which admires- is legal in Colorado. Yeah, it's legal in Colorado, and Yanni really
0: admires this guy. Because because of everything I'm gonna tell about it. Oh, okay. The fella is has a sp- could we, ex- could we
2: explain a spliff, a joint, a doobie, old marijuana cigarette. So,
0: so with tobacco. So now Johnny Cochran here is saying he wasn't actually smoking; he was just handling a joint, handling a
2: joint. Yeah, he. Had, I- I'm guessing <laughs> that it was it was nappy time all across the, the Elk Mountains of, of Colorado. You had just fallen asleep, yep. uh, and at the same time, I walked in the cabin's door, and he, he was literally- a little cabin up here, like a little shelter. He was literally about to fire it up, probably, take a nap. probably have a little lunch, and take a nap.
0: Tells, uh, invites Yanni to come and examine a pistol he's got hidden under a branch. Tells Yanni that he's recently been robbed, uh, up there on the mountain. Tells Yanni that he had recently encountered some hippies who were throwing rocks at a deer to scare it away. He, a couple of days later, killed the deer. The deer happened to be a tame deer named Fred. Uh, tells Yanni he he's been hunting up here on a rented horse for some number of days. Has not seen a single elk in those days. He has a homemade coat on. Yanni explained that he had a shirt that he sewed the bottom half of a parka onto, which Yanni liked that shirt a lot. And uh, says to Yanni, listen, you're welcome to hunt up on this mountain all you want. But let me tell you about a uh, magical, he didn't use the word magical, a timber buck so big that you could use its antlers as a swing set, and a person with a large posterior could still sit inside of it. Tells Yanni that it's, even though Yanni's welcome to stay on the mountain, he just needs to follow the trail down toward the trailhead. Along the way, he will encounter 20 does, in a land feature that he refers to as the doe condo,
1: and a completely different drainage, different though. drainage. yeah.
0: He will there, what? Will wait here, not the drainage. we came up. It was a different. we had to go down oh, a different, oh yeah. so so go down there, you'll find a doe condo. you'll know you're there. and the buck, he explains to the, United, don't think it looks like a normal buck because it's it's and he found a bush. To show Yanni what color the buck was. To demonstrate so Yanni would know. Also told him another identifying feature of this buck is that it, it will not stop walking.
2: A so then Up to that point, no one that had seen the buck had seen it standing. Stop
1: walking. Never stops. Doesn't stop.
0: And has peculiar colored antlers. So Yanni reports this to me and I have a little chuckle about it. Like, ha ah, that's funny. But then Giannis then spends the rest of his day walking up and down the trail, and we spoke to first a couple fellows who come through on, of who through on mountain bikes, then we spoke to a couple ladies who come through on mountain bikes, then we spoke to a fellow come walking up the trail on a on a pleasure hike, then we spoke to a gal with a nose ring come walking up the trail on a pleasure hike re-spoke to the fellow who was on the pleasure hike uh while later the horseman who clued us in on the mystery buck somehow was coming back up the trail yelling at with his vest half on he had a vest with one arm on and i heard and we heard him yell at the at the horse that he rented um he yelled get up there you're starting to piss me off (laughs) And he <laughs> rode by on up. Three more mountain bikers rode on down. He's wearing headphones,
2: too. Wearing <laughs> headphones. I forgot to mention that. He's got headphones on. No, they're ear protection. He- headphones. Oh. oh. I, okay. Um,
1: okay.
0: Three
2: that's more earphone. mountain
0: bikers come zooming through. And Yanni still stays, still is hunting that trail, walking up and down that trail, waiting for the mystery timber buck blackhorn <laughs> blackhorn okay <laughs> that that was my impression now you give your version of how we spent our day yesterday
4: although i get we forgot about the uh he killed six elk with his 45
0: oh that's why he has it yanni was trying to figure out was he carrying the pistol because he's been robbed or what and he goes oh no when i'm riding my horse oftentimes i'll get into a situation where a bull will come streaking across the trail and i pulled out and i'm like bam 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 and i've killed six like that now we later learn that this fella had reported to someone else that he'd seen 17 elk that day
1: when he told you i'd seen when he
0: told you go ahead and hunt here all you want but there's
1: there's no elk you might be
0: interested to know about a mysterious timber buck that happens to be lurking down on yonder mountain bike trail
1: A ways away from where he was.
0: Yeah, and I Baby have... A, it, it, the moral of this story It's a story of love. <laughs> there's no other explanation of why I would have spent the day with Yanni if I didn't love him. <laughs> love conquers all. There's logic and there's love, and that was love. I appreciate that. That I sat on that trail. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. We socialized with all manner of people coming and going but it was a frustrating day of hunting mm-hmm. now what what, what how, how do you how, how do you what 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 do you how would you describe our day this is what i've been anxiously awaiting to hear
2: well i think that up until the point of uh you know after the basic the, after the morning hunt and and the nap it's all the same and then when i leave you so, so my story was correct up till I fell asleep. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like you just left out some parts. Please. Um, so when I walk up to the cabin, the guy's been successful. He's hiding. But, his, I, he's I hiding see. I spliff. see. I see meat hanging. He killed a deer. Yeah, they killed a couple of deer. Fred,
0: Frank, I told that he killed Fred, the Fred. tame deer that the hippies tried to scare away.
2: Yeah. So he's got meat I hanging. That, I didn't leave that out. He's got. He went up there with a giant crew of other hunters. They had like six or seven people out there to start the season off with. He's the last guy remaining. Because it was hunting hot. Hard. It was hot and I mean, horrible we're like, hunting. We're like on day probably seven of a nine-day season. Okay. So pretty shitty season really for most hunting conditions, you know. I mean, we, we battled through it. It's for someone to basically camp out for seven days. I'm like, yeah. Dude, He's working it. hard. This guy's getting after it. Yeah. So... um As I'm like seeing him tuck away his little spliff, he's kind of, you know, doesn't want to show me up on the above the door. There's a note. Remember the the note?
0: Yeah, but this, but the note doesn't have any effect on on how silly the day, how how silly our hunt plan was. The note doesn't, isn't going to make the listener be like, oh yeah, that was a hot tip.
2: No, I, I just feel like it gives a little character background on on who this guy is and and why he's up there and and why he's like he, he's just had a bad week, Rick. He's
0: frustrated. Let, let's do this,
4: cause,
2: uh, <laughs> Rick.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna. What do you imagine? What do you imagine I'm trying to say
1: with the story that I'm telling? We were imagining what you were trying to say all day long. Well,
5: like, I think what, what, you're, the, what is what's the point imagining? I'm trying to convey? Right. I mean, I I glass the hillside you guys are on, so I'm thinking, all right. They're wandering around. It's big. Potentially there's animals there. But it's multi multi-user experience over there. See, I mean I'm yeah, but, up. Yeah, but, but 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 what are you you're saying? When basically telling you the
0: story, what's the funny part of the story?
5: That basically you went on like a uh, nostalgic hike with Giannis. Oh, I, I forgot I forgot to even get into that part. Turns
0: out that Giannis, <laughs> the first time he ever went elk hunting by himself some scouting. guy
2: wasn't even i wasn't some even guy mean, had sent hunting. him
0: up that creek so in the whole day and i'm like why in the world are you walking up and down this trail waiting for this mythic timber buck to come out that's so big that a large bottomed person could use it as a swing set and it turns out that he was on some weird
5: strange memory lane trip. I don't, I don't think that's strange. That's
4: natural. That's normal. Did you
2: did you, you, you take, also forgot about right before we actually put our packs on started hiking down the mountain, I looked at you and said, you know what? I don't care if it's timber bucks or 160 bucks. I said, I, th- I feel like there's some does around here. He killed a doe or he killed a buck. His buddy killed a doe. There's some does around here. It's November 12th or 13th. Like we need to find some does. I'm kind of excited, you know, now, this area, it's, it's, like a, it's, it's a small, very, very small drainage. Long, it, near the I-70. It, 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 Not it, totally near the I-70. It doesn't. Quarter. I mean, the whole drainage might only go how long? A couple miles. Brody, how many animals? How many Let, elk and how many Let's deer? talk
1: about that before you get too fired up about this spot. I. Yep. What are you doing?
5: I got to take
1: a leave. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett's out of here. <laughs> I know that Giannis
5: is fed up. He's fucking he's
1: done. (laughs) Like I know it seems odd, but I also know that Giannis has and his buddies and his brother and a whole crew of people have killed a pile of elk on that mountain. And the drainage you walked down in the afternoon, I've killed a bunch of elk up there too. Really? Yes. But how
0: do you avoid hitting the people?
1: One time Giannis said if Brody had to kill an elk. And he only had one spot to go to. That's where. It, that per, I can't say the name of the drainage, but it's the drainage you came out in the Jen evening. Creek, Random Creek.
5: Well, Creek. Yeah. I mean the fact that it's wet. The and weather, the honest was the
1: probably right. Like if I, if you were like, dude, you've got a day to kill an elk. Where are you going to go? You I, would
0: go up there, and I would not go
2: in and where you went.
1: Like the mountain bike no 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 pleasure cruising. no 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 i wouldn't go wouldn't in where either. you went i would go in where you came out
2: and listen again we're we're yeah, the, the whole multi recreational thing is happening because we're dealing with like this weird like AC, you know season. late you know middle of november where it, the highs are you know 65 70 oh. degrees yeah. Normally, the, it's two feet of snow in there. There's a lot there's of people. nobody else besides hunters. There's a there.
1: lot of people up there that are waiting around to go skiing that would normally never be there this time of year. Yeah. I, I, Let's talk about mules. You act
0: like you're trying to. You you guys, you guys act like I just you're do like, wrong. I'm not I, I trying I to the prove you wrong. I the whole you, thing up just to try to get a better understanding of what in the world we were doing.
1: You were going on one of Giannis' multi- Drainage tours, which is he's famous for.
5: Walkabout, a little like a little memory, a little no here, here, high here. likelihood for some animal. Uh,
0: here's the here's the point I was trying to make when I was when asking you when I was asking, you, Rick, when I was asking you yeah. what the point I was trying to make was. Yeah, what, <laughs> was, was, <laughs> trying to make, what was the answer that the I answer you him? were supposed to <laughs> yeah. give was? Man, you wouldn't <laughs> guess that Giannis was so gullible ah,
1: for I hunting intel. Give.
0: Yeah, he was so gullible as to think that he was getting a hot tip and not that he was getting sent packing out of an area that a fellow was trying to hunt. by Sent packing by means of an outlandish story. It's possible.
1: The only thing I didn't understand is you guys went way
4: past where.
1: Because he told us a land feature that didn't
4: exist. But he did find does at the doe condo.
0: No, we never identified the Doe condo. And yeah, we saw Doe and Twin Ponds. Yeah, I've said it before and I'll say it a thousand times more. If you got a family, and you got people that rely on you, you need to take life insurance seriously. And Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. So with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars in coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Your life insurance policy you know, that you get at work may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. Policy Genius gives you unbiased advice from a licensed expert support team. Now, this is super convenient, right? Because a lot of times, you know, something like life insurance, you're just going to put it off because you're like, when will I ever have time to do that? And I don't even know who to talk to about it. Well, this helps you do it online. Okay, again, you're comparing options from top companies, all right? Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater. Applying for tags each year in the West can be daunting. Y- y- yeah, I apply for everything everywhere. It's dawning. You have to go to a variety of sources to formulate your best guess as to where to apply. Well, this is a thing of the past now. Onex just launched hunt research tools to simplify the process for all hunters. This tool helps organize the data that matters, makes comparing hunt options easy, and helps hunters develop a plan based on real metrics rather than gut feelings on x hunt also offers all elite members a free digital membership to hunt and fool who i use for boots on the ground insight and knowledge and a membership to hunt reminder so you never miss another deadline stop stressing over application season and apply with confidence in 2024 check out on x hunt research tools Free for all on X Hunt Elite members. Not an elite member? Well, let's fix that. Use code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com/hunt. This is an app I use literally every day. I use it for every aspect of hunting, scouting, trapping,
1: you name it. We Either way, guys, you had a nice, a nice walk. Nice walk, yeah. You met some nice people. story.
0: My story failed. My story failed. The point, point of the story is you think you know a guy, and then you learn that he's completely gullible
2: and doesn't know when he's having his chain <laughs> yet. <laughs> can, I, can I have a closing thought on, uh, on yeah, the, sure. the whole thing? Um, if nothing else came from my interaction with him, other than. We packed up and hunted, I at least, hunted my way down that hill in a very keen, like elevated hunting sense. Whether it was because the timber box or seeing does or whatever, but I took a very serious approach to the whole rest of the day that is what gets animals killed and gets animals in freezers when you hunt like that when you're like no the day is over it's hot we got hikers and bikers and blah yeah that's let's w- get to a that's new when area you got your thumb up your butt and you're like oh my god look at that thing
0: no you can't see 50 we were in thick aspens you can't see 50 yards in any direction
1: you like, hate aspens now don't no, you i, I kind of <laughs> do
0: you can't see 50 <laughs> yards in any direction non-stop pedestrian traffic and we're like waiting for a, 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 a giant antler timber buck come, out come down the trail
2: I told you I was be, I'd be happy with any buck coming around I was like let's, I feel like change. there's some deer around
1: but it was cool shit you came down through
2: how oh, gorgeous Let's
0: change. I forgot something. how beautiful that place is the thing is. I want to talk about that, that's been asked I, I did, oh, your closing thoughts sorry Oh, no, that's no. how you get... No, you get, that was it.
1: That was Meanwhile, it. I'm over there trying to kill a buck while you guys are taking a tour of the country.
0: And you guys were in a, in what I would consider to be an actual hunting spot. <laughs> <laughs> with with occasional you hiker. You know
2: what? It's what makes our hunting spots that Brody and I share here good. Yep. It really does. Yeah. They're hard hunting spots. And I'm glad that people are frustrated by them and, and can't always understand them. And, you know... Or never, maybe never come back and hunt them again. I'll Sorry, be, I'll suckers. Be, I'll be hunting them
0: again, you know? Hey, uh, there's some of your spots I'll hunt for the rest of my life. <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> I have, and I've got a lot of friends that are going to like hunting me. <laughs> and then when I'm laying it off the mat for my buddies, I'm going to be like,
2: this, this is where the is timber goofy. buck lives.
0: This is probably in there. <laughs> there's a timber buck in there. If you're feeling social, go to this place. <laughs> <laughs> you want to meet some ladies. No, I, okay. So I want to change the subject. Um, the thing we get asked about, like e- e- emails come in and, and people ask questions. The one thing I think that comes up perennially, uh, that comes up often is the, the, the issue of physical fitness, hunting based physical fitness. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Now has everyone in here, has everyone in here done yoga? A
3: couple times. How many times? Yes. Days?
0: Like paid for it twice,
3: but I stretch a lot, which I feel like same yeah, thing. Yeah, yoga is stretching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
0: you've paid to st- stretch twice. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh.
3: No, I
2: respect Go- yoga. Good no. answer. Good answer. Garrett. And I know that yeah. Rick's been, I've been there a thousand times. I've
5: been doing it since I was 18, which back then, 1998, not a lot of dudes doing the yoga.
0: So you're establishing that you were doing yoga before yoga was cool.
1: Yep. But you were doing it to meet chicks, and you admitted that. N- nope. You to, that's you said you did well, it to me I mean, too.
5: <laughs> Backpedal. I mean there were some nice looking ladies doing the yoga back yoga. then, but I no, that's not the place. I still to feel hit like chicks. there aren't a lot of guys doing yoga.
2: I mean, where, where generally I've been do half yoga with half, my wife. Half
5: the classes that I'm in. I mean half the class is is men.
0: Yeah. Nearly half. I've been to yoga four times, so I have like a, a level of expertise about on the subject. Four?
5: That's four all? have been to yoga. God, you were speaking like you were a no, my wife, regular. my wife likes to go. We have
0: date nights, and my wife likes to go. She, she wants me to go with her to yoga, and she wants me. Then we go to dinner. So four times. We do other things, too, but this is one of the things in our repertoire. Yeah. Four times we've gone. Now, where she goes,
5: it's 104
0: degrees in the room. So it's hot as shit.
5: Yeah, like a tropical tropical situation. And it's dark,
0: mostly dark. Yeah, you go in there. It's 104 degrees. Everybody, you, you lay down. You're already. You don't have anything on. I just wear my swim trunks. You don't have any shoes, pants, nothing. Just I, I go in with my swim trunks and you lay down on a mat and they, they kind of build you up. They invite you to. They build you up in a way that doesn't work for me, but I think it works for some people where they. Uh, they invite you to, they, they want you to, they, they like want you to thank yourself for going to yoga.
5: <laughs> That's not true? Well, I'm not into that part of it. But they do,
0: but, but the one, it depends, I, yeah. man.
5: There's like, it's like flavors, ice cream, yoga, like, the, you know, there's,
0: yeah. f- no, I'm talking about the, the place. The that one I, you, you go. Have you been I'm, ever brody?
5: Never. No, my, my, my wife does. I mean, there's, a lot, Your
0: wife every, does. there's yeah. a lot
5: of different flavors and some are more spiritual based. Some are pretty just physical.
0: Yeah, so they tell you yep. to build you up. They tell you they're like they're like uh trying to think of an example. No, no, this is beyond it, this is like something they would actually say. They say, you know, leave the world.
5: Be, be the change the you want to see or something. No, like the that. world
0: will be waiting for you. Yeah. You owe it to the people in your life who rely on you to take a moment for yourself and thank yourself and dedicate <laughs> this session to yourself. Right? Yeah. Then they'll be like, now take your heel and bring it up so it touches your nose. <laughs> that, I mean, <laughs> And hold it there for an hour, right? <laughs> and be like, if you can't, don't worry. Just do what do feels the best good you to can you. Do. Know yeah. that you can always come back to a comfortable yeah. position. Now put your pinky toe around to the back of your skull while standing well, on one foot. You know, right. And, <laughs> then and they, you proceed to stretch your ass off for ninety minutes. Yeah, and they play really bad music. <laughs> they wouldn't need to. Like, there's good. Like, you can play the national and some rate and select Radiohead cuts and have the same effect. But they'll go with like Anya.
5: Yeah, they need to. They need to move towards the indie Radioheads. And you
0: know how like they have in square dance. There's like a person that calls square dance. Like, grab your partner, dosey do. There's like the lady like that wanders around sort of in this loud whisper calling the session trying to inspire dancer, dance people no she's like calling square dance but calling like poses the next stretches you're going to yeah. do yeah encouraging
5: or no she I mean, calls just, it she's like okay
0: to, we're going to do this then we're going to do that take,
5: take gonna, a take a step Step back. The fact that but I haven't started talking about the benefits. No, of No, there's a group of of uh, of hunting guys talking about their yoga experiences right now.
1: I yeah, think. how are we circling to hunting? Because fitness? I think that because I think that after
0: my four times and after Yanni's experience, which she's going to touch on, I think that it is one of the I think it's a great thing to do for hunting fitness
1: but you've only done it four times are you going
0: to continue tell. to do it I have enough experience with physical activity and stuff that I think yeah I do. I'm starting to really think so because I think as far as injury prevention as far as slinking through the woods and crawling under and over all kinds of garbage right. like holding uncomfortable positions and just being like comfortable
1: but are you going to go pay to do it or are you just going to do it at home
0: I think we pay to do it. I wouldn't know how to do it at home because you need the lady to call it.
2: Yeah, you need, you need a you little guy. Like I mean, obviously, you can go to YouTube and do... Yeah, you know, I mean, that's video. how
0: I'm saying. Because no, you're it's in a hot room full of people I, the, sweating their nuts. My
1: wife, my wife does it all the time with apps and shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did she get the house 104 yeah. degrees? No,
5: it's, hel- it's helpful having somebody tell you to do something you don't want to do. Exactly. And then and then when you really don't want to do it anymore, they're still telling you, keep doing it. It's if also helpful. No, 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 they're
0: I'm, telling you, hey, if you can't do it, it's cool. Go back no, to a happy but place. Then, but then there's
5: you some wuss. person to the right of you that is just killing it, it. up. And so you're like, I got to prove to them that I. Yeah.
1: It's, it's also yeah. helpful when you've paid to do yeah, it because then you you're invested it. in it. Oh, yeah. I'm the kind of
0: guy like. If I paid to get in there and it turned out they were just going to beat my yeah. fingers with a hammer, I would still stay <laughs> there. Right. I'm like, once you commit...
1: It's like going to see a shitty movie, right? Yeah. You're going to watch till but the end. The reason
0: I bring this up is like in hunting, if you pay attention to the hunting media, there's a big thing of like uh, where dudes are trying to get their neck out past their ears big weights <laughs> as yeah like, as though it like has something to yeah. do with hunting lifting weights and like squats I some and like that one time they were they were uh, honest to god 45 minutes into the hike they, they tip vomiting. over they, they tip vomiting. over yeah
5: I, I would say that one uh, physical trait of all of us is pretty skinny upper bodies yeah like our legs are all pretty strong Maybe dirt. Dur- 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 Dur-
0: like, a I'm little Dur- 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 was just checking his bicep to see if that
1: action was. But true there, I feel like there's. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of dudes out there that, like, on the surface are in way better shape than me. But if you go do the shit that the- we do, yeah. they just collapse mentally. Because
0: there's a kind of fitness. Like people think that in shape means that your necks wider than your ears. Right, but it's like in shape for what? Like if you are in a lot of fights. Like if you Corey, if you get a lot of <laughs> like Corey, is yeah, They'll be like, yes, you're in shape. But like in shape means to be, it needs to be sort of like in shape for what thing?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think that if you were gonna and just based on limited experience, and when I'm home, like I get a lot of cardio in out hunting. When I'm home, I do weights and form right. exercises and stuff. But I'm starting to think that the real thing, rather than trying to be like a thick neck, you know. Um. I think that being all limber and stuff like that yeah, is good. Man. Totally. What's your thoughts on that, Yeah, I know you're a real advocate of yoga.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking I just had to re-up my I usually buy a, a ten pack pass that cost me, I think, seventy-five bucks. And I think I just bought my fifth one. So I'm up to forty some classes. You've been I'm, to yoga forty sometimes. Yeah, ten ba- times more than me. In the last, you know, year or so, maybe a year and a half. And um, I also think it it, it builds some core strength. It's I believe that's true
1: in me, but not in a way that like pumping iron will. You know what I mean? Like it's a different kind of.
2: Well, I I think it's a different uh, way to get to a similar result. uh, Yeah, to to a similar end product. I think it's more effective. I mean, when when the like in our class, a lot of times we'll have like a ten minute session when you've kind of done all the stretching and and the kumbaya for a better yeah, word.
0: Better, no. <laughs> kumbaya stuff kills me. It but, kills my listen, wife though too. But, but, my wife's but, like, let's get down with it. Let's get down with it. She gets real antsy. What I do antsy.
2: like is that like, it's, it's a real mental challenge because they, they, we always talk about like, staying in the moment. and, like, when, and, and, we and talks re- about a, that? A, the teacher and in our classes, they're like, you want to basically be concentrating on what you're doing and you're breathing and that's it. So if you have thoughts coming into your head, like what you're going to be doing at work, because I often go like in the middle of the day at 2 p.m really and so i'm thinking and oftentimes i'm like okay what am i going to do with the last hour and a half of my day before i go home and so it's a real good challenge for me to say you know what don't think about that right now you need to be thinking about your reading and like what you're trying to do here right now and just stay in the moment let those thoughts come in and then go come in and go like don't because if you i feel like if you're sitting there for five minutes being like yeah then i'm gonna write the uh, do this, I'll maybe do some receipts and some reimbursements and write a budget for the next episode. And then I'm like, oh shit, you know, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not doing yoga anymore. Um, so I like that aspect of it, you know, like it is like leave the outside world, focus on what you're doing there at the moment. Um, yeah, why, but I think that's
0: that's what turned me off to it, and what still turns me off to it is I'm a secular person, so I don't like the the um. I don't like them sort of laying on you a mystical,
1: Eastern, Eastern mysticism. Yeah, a mystical aspect. Because
0: I don't think – and I know that they would say that's all one and the same. Like the Eastern mysticism is what makes the exercises good. But I think that you could be doing all that, and they could be saying, I want you to think of the nastiest devil person doing the most horrible thing to someone else and, and, and fill your brain with that thought and do all those exercises – and your body would come out the same. Like I don't think your body cares that you're doing weird Eastern mysticism in your head while doing the exercises. But like, I, mean, so I, I would I, like to have a yoga place. I don't know they much don't, about it. They don't do mental it. masturbation. They don't do like that. You're pretending you know, to be Eastern.
5: The, the 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 truth be told, Bikram, which is a pretty popular form of that's yoga, that's the hot yoga. Like my my it's, wife. Likes it's so like uh, it's like a franchise. And is he the criminal? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a criminal. He's he's a molester. Molester yeah. for sure. Uh, an accused but, molester? Is he a convicted uh, molester? Uh, accused, but I, de- I mean, I would, I would be comfortable saying, well, yeah, I mean, if he, you know, yeah. okay, an accused molester. Yeah, but certainly a uh, one of the kind of prophet type personalities where he thinks he has some sort of
0: yes. And yoga, is but a, a he But he created
5: a series of postures that I think are pretty damn good, and there's very little. In his dialogue, which is copyrighted, which is basically all the... It's like Starbucks. It's the Starbucks of yoga. You go there, and you know exactly what you're going to get. You're not going to have a teacher that it just comes up with whatever they feel they want to do because you know they're 20 years old, yeah. and they thought, this is a good idea. But it's a set of postures in a series in a specific order, um, and there's very little spiritual uh, component to it. And... And Hatha yoga is a physical type yoga.
1: But wow. is it even yoga if there's not a mind-body connection? I mean, that's, well, that's, that's the whole thing, yeah, right? It's if it's times, just I mean, body, it's the, calisthenics, basically. Well, that's a good point. That, but,
5: I mean, the history of yoga, modern yoga, is basically an amalgamation of calisthenics and some, some historic like uh, spiritual practices all meshed together i mean the yoga that we think of is like the one that that america i don't know found out about in the 60s or 70s was like a, a colonial combination of in india but but there was like western influences of of military calisthenics and uh, like aerobics and i mean it's it's not as simple to say as like oh the practice that we're doing now in the yoga suit you you go to is like some two thousand year old yoga practice yeah it's new it's like a california roll yeah, i mean yeah it's just not that old yeah so and it all seems it, to me it seems like no brainer that there is a mind body connection. That doesn't seem like.
1: But you're also trying to commercialize a very basic religious right. physical.
5: But in, thing. in in our modern lives, uh, we do a lot of activities that are not very good for us: sitting at computers all day long. Um, and so doing doing it doing something where you have to be uncomfortable, kind of think within yourself. Uh, is, seems like a pretty. So are you good saying thing.
0: you dig the, the, the no? The, I don't the, the no, religious part.
5: No, no, I dig the physical component. Like yeah. you are uncomfortable. They are telling you to do something uncomfortable and say, like, embrace that discomfort. Continue to do it and don't freak out.
0: Yes, room, I like that.
5: The room is hot as I mean it is hot and you want like you walk in there and you're like, uh, can I can I leave now? And yeah, there and are what's people, the new people, for
2: not freaking out.
5: Breathing. Um, under, right. No, breathing and understanding that your body will tell you to freak out because you're not used to something, but that does not mean that you are not able to cope with that stimulus. You just yes. can, you, can, you can control your body's response to things. I like what your you're mind.
0: saying because I will oftentimes. I think that, that, that diving in very cold water, you get in very cold water, and and there's way like if you're free diving, and there's like bad waves and there's just a lot of stuff going on. You tend to be like all of a sudden realize that I'm freaked out for no reason. Just like the the, the atmosphere, the circumstances. I'm in this water like you, your whole life. You try and like not to be in cold water, right? You turn the shower on. You keep sticking your hand in there to make sure that when you get in there, it's not like that. Yeah. And you get in it, and I feel myself. All of a sudden, I'll catch myself and be like, why am I freaked out? Just calm down. Yeah. Calm down. And it's not a problem. And breath is no. a
5: big component to it. Yeah. And breath is a big component to yoga. And I think of you guys hustling towards animals, like full aerobic threshold, breathing hard, and then you have to take a shot. And you have to control your breath. And that's, that's something you can practice. Uh it's like overcoming this like yeah. physical discomfort calming yourself down it's like this it's uh it's it's a mind body connection where you're saying Totally. I'm freaking out right now because I just ran up this mountain and there's this buck I've been looking for for 6 days of investment and all this like existential stuff is coming into play but you just have to like like chill. Yeah.
0: Chill out, I right? had that happen to me the other night where after we shot the buck and it was getting dark and it was hard to get over to where the buck was because we gotta go down a big
4: hell hole should we start with the whole buck story from the beginning though wait i got a, i got something no. i gotta no. add no. To okay, all this it's, before we move on <laughs> oh
0: the portions of it
4: well it's an amazing story really.
0: portions of it so we get on to a wait, buck oh. before we get
3: off the yoga thing because i put yoga and crossfit in the same category it's like
0: it's like, Getting good at something in order to be good at it.
3: No, 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 but doing something, simulating something to get good at something that you actually apply. And It's like, why don't people, like CrossFit and yoga, it's like, I'm going to do these things that will make me better in the outdoors. Why not just go spend time in the outdoors if you have spare time? Why don't go biking, yeah, climbing?
1: Like, that's my attitude. Yeah,
3: it's like you're in this controlled environment trying to be comfortable and stress. Why not? Go like if you have time to do an hour of yoga session. Go on a hike. Go on a run.
0: That's go what my brother hike. observed. My brother observed that the only thing CrossFit makes you good at is CrossFit.
5: Yeah, it's, well, yoga is similar. To and that's extent. that's all activities, right? All activities are inherently activity specific, like like uh, the brain games, like all the you know yeah crossword puzzles, like to increase your mental acuity or whatever. Yeah most studies point to the fact that you just get better at doing crossword puzzles yeah i got you uh but there is cross training is effective and yeah, if, if say, you just ru- back
2: in the 80s we saw go cross training no, if, you, mean, you, know that shoes is. For if you just if you
5: yeah. run all day long every day uh that's you all you're gonna be good at you, you know you usually uh, you often get injured yeah and so it's a way of still exercising recovering And gaining some new like, and all of us endurance athlete hiker types, our hamstrings are like so incredibly just taut, very inflexible. And Yanni's proud now that he can touch his toes, but it was probably a new.
2: I can get. Dude, I can lay my hands
0: flat on the floor. Can you really?
3: So can can I. No, but you guys are missing my point. It's like get
0: outside. No, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm anxiously want. I, I so badly want to get back to your point. Yeah. But I, I... But Rick, I, I'm trying to... I think I'm you to, need to and while you I, diversify. While i need to get to your
3: point, you I'm trying to, to figure out what Rick's point yeah. is. You got to diversify. Diversify outside in an uncontrolled setting. Yes.
0: To your point, I'll say that... Uh, I'll lead it off by saying this. I, I have a, an acquaintance who's a very a very accomplished mountaineer. And he, he'll have things where he's going to go do something, and he'll be like, uh, you know, you should know before we go do this, oh, no, no, no. I do CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> so... Climbing this fourteen thousand foot peak, not That's a big like, deal. I yeah. do cry. <laughs> we get these rocks, and we carry the rocks around. Um, keep our score on a chalkboard, and it, it like, and then they're like, <laughs> "Do you know what I mean?" It's like not the it's same. Not a thing.
1: The yeah, best exactly. way to train for hunting is to put a thirty pound pack on your back and go walk around where you're gonna hunt. Walk around, yeah, walk Absolutely. around Where you're gonna hunt, yeah.
0: Not like, oh, I'm ready for hunting season. Been hitting the stairmaster, yeah. Like that has uh, nothing but like Rick saying to
3: diversify do yeah. with
5: anything. Yeah. But it you all can it can diversify overlaps. in
3: nature. You can,
5: yeah, it, your it activities is true. Can. But a lot of people have like these, you know, weird scheduled lives that we basically don't participate. Yeah, all feels better
0: than nothing. It's all better than yeah, nothing, yeah, but it's not, I will agree with that. No. it's not the thing. It's not th- the thing. There's two things. When, when I'm going to take a new person on a, on a rugged hunt, I tell them two things. Get your boots and break them in and get in shape. They never do either of those things. <laughs> there's I mean, no way. You get your boots broken in or warm. How many times? Don't work. Roll the lawn in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they, people will not do those two things.
1: There's no way 90 minutes of CrossFit four or five days a week. It's prepares like 20, you. It's 20 minutes. What, whatever it is there's no way it prepares you for a sixteen hour day of looking for deer, hiking for deer, running after deer, and being mentally drained the entire day like there's seven th- the, days in a row yeah
5: no there's there's nothing nothing but it will give you if you already have some endurance base uh it'll it'll help you in some
1: yeah, you part. can't go do that. I mean, obviously, like if you are you are out an of shape, athlete,
5: and hiking all over the place, and then you are in CrossFit for two months and you haven't hiked once, and you go hiking, you are gonna feel fine.
1: But you can't transition right? from yeah. basic CrossFit no, to go. This r- is the
5: thing. It's like I don't know, it's any of the endurance things. It's like if you just lift weights and you expect to like go, I don't know, be a big game like, hunter. Not gonna happen. Go walk.
3: Got to be in nature.
5: Pack weight. Walk, it's low intensity for long hours. Side hill and falling down. My, like, uh,
0: I it's, can't remember
5: it, the quote. Is it hard, Steve? Is it quote <laughs> is what hard? Wa- walking. Yeah, walking's hard. Yeah. It depends for how long. Walking is like a pretty. The kind of walking <laughs> that
0: this kind of hunting <laughs> entails. The I, I, only reason I know it's hard is cause I see so many people fail so miserably at
5: it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but is it hard for you? No. No, because you've been doing it for a really long time. I do a lot of walking all the time. Exactly. (laughs) You don't do a lot of yoga. The the reason you do a lot of hunting. Yeah.
0: So that's what you got to do. No, that's like, that's kind of one of the things I was going to get at. It's like, what do you do to stay in shape for hunting? It's just like, you kind of like hunt to stay in shape for hunting. When I'm home and if I'm not going to hunt for a week or I'm not going to be out in the woods or mountains for a week, then I'll do weights. I don't know why.
3: But if you had the opportunity, I mean, you're obligated in other realms, but if you had the opportunity, you would go out and, you know, go up to a peak or
5: something. Yeah, ice climbing. Ice climbing
3: instead of hunting.
5: But I can't go – that's not something I'm going to go do for an hour. No, but for just a performance perspective, like if uh, a sprinter just ran – a 100-yard, 100-meter dash just ran 100 meters, they're not going to be very good at it. No. They have to do all sorts of different types of training. They do very short things, very long things, weights – Core, like you got you to optimize your specific activity, you have to do other things.
1: But I, yeah. I think a huge point that's being overlooked here is like the mental aspect of it. Like you got to know sure. that you're gonna like it's gonna be a shitty day. Like you're gonna hurt, you're gonna fall down. You're gonna be sore. You're gonna be tired. Like chafage. If if you're gonna spook, yeah. you're gonna spook animals. Uh, if you like don't know that going into it, then you're just. It, it doesn't matter how good a shape you're in. I, I feel like that's a real good point, mental. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're not able to do it, that's why. Uh, there's two things I was gonna talk about. I was gonna mention. What's wrong, Yanni? You almost You don't nope. look like you're in pain,
1: Yannis. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's not mentally disfocused on his pain. Corey, Corey, <laughs> well, is, so,
0: is someone saying something legs you just don't lungs. like, Yannis?
2: Legs and lungs.
1: So
0: uh, our friend Rort, Denver, um, he ran the for for a period in his career. He ran the Buds program, so it's the uh, the the like the elimination course for the Navy SEALs. He, he ran that
1: program for which is long, obviously enough. extremely grueling. Yeah, it's grueling. mentally physically. He said,
0: "All oh, we're looking for." we're just looking for those people who cannot who cannot quit he says there's probably many ways to find them we find them through the application of cold water and pt he says you could find the same people you know with hot water or whatever it's like you're just looking for the guy that won't
1: quit. sleep deprivation or what Yeah. other,
0: other military disciplines it's just like we're gonna put a ton of weight in your backpack and you are just going to walk. You can eat as much as you'd like. <laughs> You're just going to walk, and we will then find the, 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 the couple percent of you who cannot quit. Yep. Another funny thing he said to me was, I was asking him how they do push-ups there, and he said, you can do them however you want. You're going to do 5,000 of them today.
5: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It is. It's that endurance, that pain tolerance. Yeah. the the The, the people's no quitting them. Yeah. And there is some phys- physiological things going on too.
0: I believe so. I believe so. But I think that a big part of like, yeah, uh,
5: uh,
0: uh, to bring it full circle, I think a big part of hunting fitness. And I'm talking about like very demanding kind of like wilderness type hunting. Um, is just finding it in you to be calm and stress. So it's like. It gets dark. I was to say, the other night we got this buck, I found myself stressed for a minute. Like by the time I got over, I shot it with 12 minutes of legal shooting light left. By the time I got over to where it was, couldn't find it, knew, I knew I had a good hit. Couldn't re- even figure out where it was because I had to cross a canyon to get over there. And I was like, oh, it's dark now. And there's and just like creating problems in my head. It's gonna be so late by the time, uh, whatever. And just be like, just catch yourself. Because I see sometimes people don't catch themselves well. I remember one time we got, got a little bit turned around in the Arctic, and a guy I was, took hunting, it was his first hunting trip ever, just took off into the night. He got so freaked out about where we were headed that he just got in his head in some direction and just went. And he, like, had a panic attack. I think that's a big part of it. And I think a big part of it, too, is just, like, having it be that you're just, like, that... that uh trying not to quit
1: yeah like you got it like halfway or three quarters of the way up the mountain when you're like this sucks you need to be able to look up and be like okay i just got to keep walking yeah no big deal
0: i was talking to an old man one time at the i was at the rocky mountain elk foundation thing in, in las vegas and was talking to an old man he's a very accomplished big game hunter and you know he did a lot of sheep hunting We got to talk about the demands of sheep hunting, and I kind of, like, veered the conversation toward aspects of physical fitness, and it made him uncomfortable. And he said, really,
1: it just kind of comes down to putting one foot in front of the other. Yep. It's a project. (laughs) I look at it as a, a project. But I will say, like, when you're hunting with other dudes or chicks or whatever, like... It can be tough because, like, we might be on the same like level of mental and physical ability, but like, there's no way I can walk up a hill quite as fast as Giannis because his freaking stride is like He's five Eagle. times longer. He's nine than foot me. tall. You know what I mean? Like, tonight he was um retired. He,
0: no, he wasn't going too
1: fast tonight. He's creeping.
0: Normally, the Eagles is um. Faster (laughs) than I am, but tonight I kept kind of bumping into him.
1: (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like when you hunt with, even if you hunt with someone who's in shape, like you still might not be on the same timing. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly.
4: Yeah.
1: Like you're gonna get
4: there when you get there, but
2: yeah. The eagle's a fast walker.
4: Everyone has their strengths.
2: My final uh, thought here on the the yoga. Why why do you hate this conversation? Why do you hate this conversation so much? I don't hate it at all. Oh, I feel like you live like really in a pain en- I really enjoy it. Oh, you're, you're, oh, yeah. okay. I'm like thinking about the next time I'm going to go to my yoga class. And we're gonna, we're gonna go together, and bo- or go or, on a bike ride. ride.
5: Yeah, Bent, bike ride too. Okay, Steve, so when you're there, we're going to go. But uh, what, you're thinking about what I now? do
2: really enjoy just doing yoga. I want to get better at doing yoga. But this hunting season, I felt as. Good as I've ever, but not, maybe not ever. Maybe not as good as I felt when I was twenty and and elk hunting for the first time. But like in a long time, just like and, and it's the like the it's Can not it's not like know? hunting. Do you feel like you were in
0: better shape when you were twenty?
2: No way. Well, I was probably still smoking cigarettes at twenty. But yeah,
0: recovery my, my forty like year old 25. self would smoke my twenty year old self. I just so stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, yeah. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It just surprised me that you, because
2: I were in there. I, I was like, I quit smoking cigarettes and I got in pretty good shape. I started running, you know, veil I half I Quit home. drinking quite so much. Yeah, probably not. But um, I was going to say, it's like the uh, the things that, like, even if you went hunting more and tried to replicate it, And you're like i'm gonna go out and train to hunt today on the mountain with a backpack on and i'm gonna sneak up on deer you're still just not gonna put yourself somehow in those positions that you actually do when you're hunting it's like it'd just be almost too hard to to like mentally be like oh right now i'm gonna act like i got into some deer and get down on my knees and then kind of go halfway down and just kind of sit there on the side of this mountain like this with my knees stuck on a rock (laughs) yeah for 15 minutes and And that's like like, it's a good idea to be like oh i'm gonna go train on the mountain to hunt
1: yeah but But that's where yoga i feel
2: like yes in these positions where i'm like on my knees and i'm like okay it's gonna i gotta sit here because if i if i do like this they're gonna see me and i'm gonna get up on like you know like lift my head up another foot she's gonna see my head or whatever those are the kind of like things that were yoga I'm like man I feel great doing this right now I've been stuck in this position for 40 minutes and I'm not like in pain or stressing about it that I need to move my leg yeah so
3: no, I get that yeah what else big bucks and
0: little bugs. you, you want to talk about big bucks and little bucks what about coyotes too oh yeah two times this week we had coyotes come and run off Uh, or harass, run off or harass, and or harass bucks we were looking at.
1: Well. One was. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, one. The
0: interesting buck,
1: the smart buck. The very interesting buck just let everyone else go and stood still for an hour. Yeah.
0: He was in a little aspen grove with a bunch of does. I don't know how many does came out of there. Eight. The eagle glasses up three coyotes coming down the mountain
1: charging down the mountain
0: says they're going to go into that aspen patch where all the deer are deer come out of there i likened it to squeezing the tube (laughs) just deer started shooting out of the aspen patch and there's a buck we were watching in there knew he was in there a good one stands up and that son of a bitch would not move just stock still He's like, I'm not going to be running out of here all excited getting shot at by guns. I like where <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm going to stay. I'm brushed in his out. Patch and let the ladies run around, and I am not yeah. moving.
1: Because dudes that move get shot at. The coyote's moved through. He stood for a while longer. And
0: ever longer.
1: Back down. Yeah. Ever, longer, yeah. ever longer. And then
0: laid him right back down. Even though all of his ladies had left.
1: Yep. They came the back.
0: Aspen patch cleaned out. Yeah. They came back to him. A couple did. A couple did. But it cleaned out, and he was like weighing it. That's how big bucks get big. He's weighing it in his mind. He's like, what's worse? I'll stomp that
1: coyote. Yeah, he's like,
0: they're <laughs> all running.
1: I'm not going to expose myself in the middle yep. of the day. Because what's a coyote going to go after? A running deer, more than likely.
0: Later, we got to see the same buck. Brody, two times. The same buck where... We saw him see a person, in this case Brody. No fault Brody's. Some doles were running around, getting all excited, and he just very kind of like slowly, not a lot of hubbub, just kind of crept out of the area. No hopping and jumping around, sticking his head up. He's just like, yeah, hey, I'm gonna. That was a smart buck. Yeah you see like watch them you go like that's how you become six years old with all manner of people out trying to kill
1: you but coyote round number two is kind of a completely different situation that buck played his cards completely differently yeah he he was just with those does those
0: does booked he was with eight or nine does coyotes come rolling through the does all booked, spill off the hill a couple minutes later four Drift back around right where they came from, but not him. Yep. That buck decided that it was worthwhile to go to a new area to, to just be
1: down. away from the action the for a while. Yeah. Get Didn't away go far. Thing. Went to where he could just watch stuff happening, yeah. I felt like.
0: But it's good to, it's funny to watch the like the gears turning in yeah. the head, man. Yeah. Assessing risk. Yep. In Arctic Dreams, Barry Lopez has a he's talking about polar bear, how long a polar bear can live. And he has a line in there where he says that um some if the bear doesn't make any mistakes, twenty five years.
1: That's impressive.
0: Yeah, and I just thought it was like a good way of putting it. If he doesn't make any mistakes.
1: Yeah. And learns not to make mistakes. Yeah.
0: Doesn't make mistakes. Yeah, what's a, deer what's, make
1: mistakes? What's, what's a I mean, a big buck?
5: What's their long term, like six year old? Yeah, be can it, be has ancient big. But like, in if, if they weren't gonna get shot, what's their life expectancy in the wild? Not I can
0: tell you this. Not nearly as long as females, because they run themselves too ragged. So you'll have like twenty year old cow elk turning up all the time. A right. ten year old bull's very old. Yep. No, like doll sheep. Again, you you can have ewes 18, 19 years old. A ram tends to go very quickly from being top dog to dead dog. I
1: think mule deer you box pop is off the insane. top, man. That, that goes for they everybody, just, right? Because they deplete yeah, themselves.
2: It's not. It's okay to say not getting shot at, but I think it's important to add on to that that it's like, you know, we always talk about like hunter mortality. You know, getting shot at is like such a small percentage yeah. of of why these animals are dying. Right. You know, at, at these at any age, but like like you're saying, they wear themselves ragged and so they're more susceptible to, you know, starvation, predation, you know, pred- and predation, you know, and so a lot, like wolves in the Yellowstone, they're always taking it down big, worn down bulls. Yeah,
5: yeah, you know? Absol- absolutely. Yeah, people will
0: find it like in and certain I, areas, I, lions target, lions will target, run it out with their <laughs> run it out No, bucks. and I
5: imagine it's, I mean, it's very probably closely related. Uh, a big buck that's in his prime and a, a buck that's about to...
1: Well, prime and, and over the hill is... Or is a, a year, a year yeah, apart, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think a seven or eight-year-old mule deer buck is ancient.
0: And they don't have, like, a retirement. no. They don't have like, oh, look at those young bucks off chasing no. those ladies. Like the, I remember those
1: days. <laughs> it's like last year was a really good year, and now I'm dead.
0: <laughs>
5: oh, I,
1: that's, I think that would go for humans if like we horses didn't have. Uh, that do
2: like a good twenty years, and then there's like the special old horse pasture, and you're always like, what are those horses? And they're like, ah, they're like, they did their work. Now they just get to live out their days yeah. on that
1: pasture. Yeah, because they closed all the slaughter facilities. But we also got to see our- <laughs> no more gloom. <glue. laughs> We also got to see a lot of cool young buck behavior too. Yeah, which is you know the thing that
0: Brody and I were talking about is um, the thing I like hunting mule in open countries. You, you you see so much body language and social interactions with the animals. Yep,
3: Something you get to view them for
1: a long time. Mm-hmm.
3: Something you mentioned last night, Brody, after that close encounter with the doe and two fawns, is their yeah. their vocal interaction that most yeah, if people you're, don't.
1: Yeah, a lot of people I may not know it. I mean, I'm sure Steve and Giannis have heard it. But if you're real close to them and it's a quiet day, they talk to each other a lot, like little grunts and mews and, and stuff. And people don't think a deer is like a vocal animal. But I, I, I've heard a lot where a doe talks to her fawns. And it, it, it's cool if you're close enough to hear it.
0: In one of his turkey hunting tapes, Will Primos talks about uh, with turkeys, he says, "There's all the sounds you know," because he's talking about when you just sit and have turkeys come by you; they're all, they're making all kinds of noises. Yeah, but not noises that carry at all. But yeah. when you're super close to them, you realize they're constantly carrying.
1: Yep, it. yeah,
0: like like in like inaudible to you. Like you're not gonna hear it 50 yards away. Right, but when they're right there, you realize like, man, they are just communicating. Yep, I'm here. Yep. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to each other. You know.
1: And then the body language too. Like we saw those fawns like bickering with each other and. Getting nasty with each with each other, and the the young bucks nose the does, and the does not paying attention to them. The big bucks chasing does and giant circles. The thing I like or,
0: a lot is uh, when you gla- when you glass up some deer that you locate other deer based on that you'll yeah. you'll realize a deer is there that you cannot see yep. based on the tension in the group of deer when a new deer is coming.
1: The buck I shot today. The 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 doe stepped into a little opening that was a deer's body width wide, and she turned around and looked down the hill, and I knew that that buck was behind her. Yeah. I, I couldn't see him, but I knew it was, it was not coming. Fawn. She's not because yeah. Yeah, it's a fawn. Yeah. she's
0: doing that because this is that dude. Yeah, this had his nose in my ass yep. <laughs> all yeah. morning long. Yep, yeah.
5: No, when we were first classing those ones up, and we just saw does, and we didn't even see the buck, but then we saw. I saw through the. That's right. You even said you said terrible little LCD viewfinder
1: on. Looks like she's getting pestered. Yeah, yeah you said was, I just saw was, one of them
0: get pestered. And yeah. it turns out there was a buck in the group. Yeah. It's very true.
1: Yeah, like I, you, you don't see that sitting in a tree stand and with a bunch of hardwood oaks around you. Like you don't see the deer long white tails long enough to see much of that.
0: Yeah, I think it it does happen not nearly like yeah. it does when you get spent yeah.
1: like a whole morning yeah. watching watching a big group from a thousand deer. yards away just uh, over the course of two hours of interaction among one you know f- group of deer it's super cool
5: I mean it was cool to go from POW which was our last hunt you yep. where you catch just a
3: uh, oh, glimpse just saw, of a we deer saw such
5: glimpses and this 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 round we saw so many deer and glassed up so many like it was so every many, hunt so many stalks and so many like like from my camera guy perspective like over the rifle whether we were going to shoot or not i had you know the, the host in frame with the animal yes. yeah it's just a cool it's a cool thing
0: me and Corey did see an interaction that in pow even though the, the the glimpses are so fleeting of deer when you're in the coastal rainforest we saw an interaction where i blew a fawn distress call and a doe came in with a fawn. And then, for whatever reason, kicked the shit out of the fawn. Like, 10 feet away. Not 10 feet. I'm exaggerating.
1: But it was
4: extremely close. 20 feet, man. It came like, out. you've been a bad child kind of thing. What <laughs> I was wondering, is
0: because she, she comes in. Because she's, she's coming running in. To protect. Presumably, it's like you're making the sound of a, of a fawn getting attacked. Yep. She runs in to defend the fawn the fawn follows her i wonder if she's saying
1: get out of here
0: to the fawn if she's saying don't the same way if you like see if you're with your kids and you see like an altercation break out in a parking lot it like if your kid were to like run toward the altercation or a fire or something yeah. you you would you like, into
5: the altercation yeah, right you'd yeah. be like what get no what are you doing yeah you go over there
0: you know, or like, yeah, anything like that. And I, and I kept wondering, like, what was the thing there where she turned and she kind of.
4: Yeah, really she, like, they pummeled. both stood up, yeah. Like, she was with her front. Yeah, though. But she she also could have been saying, like, all right, if we get closer, we see the predator. This is what you have to do. You need to stand up and, getting like, punched, pummel.
0: Getting ready to punch up. Yeah. Because they both kind of kicked at each other. Like, yeah. the fawn
4: yeah. kind of defended like, itself. Like, remember a what bit. I taught you? Like, like this, yeah, Mom? <laughs> let's, let's get abusive. Let's let, let's get feisty. No, they were there for a while too. Yeah. Yanni's buddy, Jay Miller,
0: was just telling me the other night about um I didn't see how I didn't use his full name so folks can't look him up.
5: <laughs> Keep it secret there. Yeah.
0: Jay particular. Miller. Uh there's, I mean there's lots had there. a buddy of his call up and, and the, the guy went every time he cuts hay bales, Jay Miller's buddy cuts hay bales open, round bales. Or no, price square bales. Either way, he takes all the twine and lays all the twine over the fence. And over the years has built up quite an accumulation of twine on the fence where he feeds his livestock. A buck comes in there to get hay. Leftover, you know. Leftover hay. And he's feeding around where all the twine is and gets himself so wrapped up in the twine that he's stuck to
2: the fence. For some reason, I think they were like loops. Loops is how I understood it because he was like taking the loops off the bale somehow and then just instead of cutting it, taking the loop off and then throwing it over a single post. I understood it as. He was taking the loops off because then that, that gives it like the buck something to get actually get caught in. Because I feel point. like it was just like a you know one string and it, you don't really get yeah. caught up. Yeah, so he had thrown these loops over like a single post and accumulated them over years and years and years. And right in that area, there was leftover hay. Buck come in, eating that, got get, entangled, and, and gets entangled. Then tell him what happened. And then, <laughs> <laughs> he's a japanese cowboy
0: as was explained to us yeah it was very important that we understood that <laughs> part of the story
2: <laughs> well yeah because then you get to do like you know whatever you think your japanese cowboy accent is <laughs> mr miller was doing that accent and he loves the guy great neighbor i think of his. but uh anyways he says he's got a buck stuck in the uh the twine and uh I guess he went down there with... What did he say he had? He had a sickle. A sickle. <laughs> <laughs> Which, why the hell, the, the cowboy so. had a sickle. I don't know. But he was going in there and jumping Jimmy Miller. In. Jay Miller. Yeah. Slicing two, three, four, how many ever, you know, chunks of twine. Jumping out. And then... When he finally got the last chunk that freed that buck, that buck stood and looked at Mr. Miller and said, You must be the one that caused this problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then came after him, and I believe. I'm trying to think now. The story went that he grabbed him by the horns, but still the force pushed him. Because we were talking about the power of a Yeah, and of, ripped of parallel
0: walk. lines up yeah. each ripped through his jeans parallel lines up each leg. Mm-hmm. And he said that he'll never do that again. Never do that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> the next time, the Japanese cowboy calls me up about a box stop. <laughs> <of my> <laughs>
3: Staying out of it.
1: <laughs> we had this buck wandering around our, our uh, neighborhood a few years ago. We called him Bropy, a big buck, but he had this rope. Was he named kind of after you? No, no. Ropey? Ropey. Oh, I thought bro. Rope, because he had this like length of rope <laughs> in his antlers. And I had a buddy that lived across town from me, not far away, a half mile, called me up and said, Ropey's got this four corn. was big. And I don't know why a four-corn would have been messing with him, but it was after the rut, and they were fooling around or whatever. And he got this four-corn stuck in his antlers and the rope, busted that four-corn's neck, and he, but the fork, he was still alive, and they had to come and shoot that four-corn and cut him loose from that buck. Is that right? Right in town, yeah.
0: Now, you know how you were wondering like, why they'd be fighting? Yeah. Uh, years ago, my brother had a bighorn, sheep tag and we glassed up some rams and it was a a, a nice big ram that we were after but he's running with a bunch of little shavers and we crawled in on him and he got all set up waiting for a shot and the big one just wouldn't get up the little ones would honestly I wish I had this on film, the little ones would go up to the big one and hook their horn onto his horn like you're hooking a car to a trailer to try to drag him onto his feet to spar.
1: Wanting to play with him, basically. Yeah, but then
0: come into his curl, hook their curl on his curl, and try to back up and lift him up onto his feet.
1: Maybe a way of learning or something. And now and then,
0: he would get up and do a little number with them. In fact, it was one of those times that Boom! Yeah, and he, his, yeah. he this was his last fight, the last fight he was ever in. But yeah, it was like they just wanted to yeah. square up with Mister Bank, you know, just to well,
1: see. Well, yeah. I mean.
2: yeah, I think there's more to it though, because uh, they do a lot of that. The sheep, especially, I think bucks and bulls do it too outside of the rut when they're not actually fighting. And I think a lot of it is because they don't have a mirror to look at and go, "Oh, I'm a 180 class." Horn timber I'm <laughs> <mother's laughs> a good I'm kicking ass. <laughs> like they, th- th- that's how they have to look yeah. at, at, the, at who's around them, and then go and feel what it feels like when they're putting their heads together. Yeah. Fight a little bit, spar a little bit, and and they don't always have to do it to the death. They can do it gently, very gently, And, and get sometimes. a sense of who if, what they have on their heads and what kind of dominance they you know they could maybe exert then later actually during the rut.
1: In particular, I've seen bull like late season bulls very gently sparring with each other, just mm-hmm. like tickling antlers. We you saw know? that
0: hunting with cow. mm-hmm We saw some a couple bulls kind of tearing it up. Yeah, late. Now, I, I read, I never looked into this to see the validity of this, but I remember reading something to the effect of that oftentimes a big buck will spend a lot of time with bucks outside of his age class. And someone was, was, was postulating that it, was, uh, it alleviated some stress. That if he's hanging out with a bunch of peers there's more uh, hierarchical fighting going on. And when you have these sort of separated age classes, they don't need to spend as, I don't know if this is total BS It sounds plausible. So I'm saying like a theory on that was, it's just, it's easier for them to
1: be in a situation, one that's like a very clearly established hierarchy. That makes sense. Like, like to me, that makes sense. Like post rut, like pre rut, like When they're still in velvet, you often see, like, a bunch of bucks of the same class together. Yeah. Because they're just not mad at each other that time of year, you know?
0: That's why um, it's stressful for me to hunt with the eagle, right? Yeah. Because we're always like, well, who's better at glass and who can walk faster?
1: There is, like, this... If I
0: hunt with dirt... (laughs) <laughs> I know I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna outglass him. I, I, I he's think that's
1: stressful. For I, I think Dirt Can you has
0: out, <laughs> out
4: hike him though. Can you outhike Dirt?
1: I I, I you guys, I'm working on other, my eagle eyes. eyes. Yeah. I, I think your 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 assessment of Dirt needs to be upgraded because he's starting to see animals a lot. I feel like yeah. Dirt is getting good. Yes,
0: better, not good. Listen,
1: I, is, can't
3: yeah, him, I, can't him, I can't out hike
1: them. I can't out carry
0: them. I can't out gurr them, but I can
1: out glass them. You definitely don't as <laughs> much chest, Harrison. <laughs> I can't
0: out hair them. <laughs> Corey, what do you think about all this? You've been pretty quiet.
4: No, this hunt has been awesome. I mean, it's challenging in the in the physical sense, but then again, like you said earlier, about watching the personalities of the, each animal because you can see so far out there. And learn a lot about them, and like you can almost maybe pick up on personalities of each animal, yeah, which is really cool without anthropomorphizing the whole thing. Like, oh, that's a cute one, she's angry, and yeah, <laughs> just well, you get to name them like, like we that one buck that Steve got, we got to watch it, we got to chase it for 10 hours, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, both of us, how he
0: his approach with the ladies. Aggressive yep. storming, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy needs learning learn thing or yeah. two about finesse. That was
1: the longest hunt I have ever been involved with for one animal, and both of us I mean, were like involved. Hours in a day. Yeah, I mean it was dawn until dark. Yeah. yeah. Non stop.
0: It was shortly after daylight till twelve minutes before.
1: Yeah. That yeah. That that was yeah, M- one of the most satisfying hunting days of my life for sure.
0: For all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash MeatEater. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater. Applying for tags each year in the West can be daunting. Y- y- yeah, I apply for everything everywhere. It's dawning. You have to go to a variety of sources to formulate your best guess as to where to apply. Well, this is a thing of the past now. OnX just launched hunt research tools to simplify the process for all hunters. This tool helps organize the data that matters, makes comparing hunt options easy, and helps hunters develop a plan based on real metrics rather than gut feelings. OnX Hunt also offers all elite members a free digital membership to hunt and fool who i use for boots on the ground insight and knowledge and a membership to hunt reminder so you never miss another deadline stop stressing over application season and apply with confidence in 2024 check out on x hunt research tools free for all on x hunt elite members not an elite member well, let's fix that. Use code Meat Eater to receive twenty percent off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt. This is an app I use literally every day. I use it for every aspect of hunting, scouting, trapping—you name it. Hey, I'm excited to share our newest sponsor here on the Meat Eater podcast, which is Poncho Outdoors. The reason I'm excited is I buy their shirts anyways. I don't. I, don't, I listen, man. I, I rarely go into stores to buy clothes. I like. To, I just buy my stuff online and. I love their shirts. Max, that I work with, Max Bard, who comes on the podcast one day. I don't know if he sent me a link to this place. I went on and bought some shirts. Dude, they make some good shirts. And they even have an option where if you're like a skinny dude, you can click like the skinny dude thing and get like a whole different cut of the shirt. It's great. Based in Austin, Texas, Poncho is committed to crafting the world's best outdoor shirts for men. They got it started out with a lightweight fishing shirt. Now they make all kinds of other lines. Western, denim, flannel, corduroy. Better fitting. Not, not all baggy, better performing because they got modern fabrics with some stretch and breathability and way comfortable. Poncho is only sold on their own website, so head over to ponchooutdoors.com, use code MEATEATER for a free hat or T-shirt with any purchase of a shirt. Poncho offers free shipping and returns, so you can try them out risk-free. Yanni, what was that closing thought you had about Dartmouth?
2: It was. If you're ready for your closing thought, Yeah, if we're ready to go there, I can
1: start. I can well, kick there off. there any
0: other? Is there any other uh, pressing issues we need to discuss that can't be that, that would fall outside of closing thought?
1: Hikers and bikers.
0: Oh, Rick, real quick have Have you got have have ladies contacted you? have women contacted you based on me plugging you as a single man?
5: I received one message. On one? It, on all it takes? That just said, I'm a lady and I listened to so pod, there is there is, a podcast. Woman, there is a woman <laughs> there is there is a
2: woman
4: who's listening right. Well, I feel like there, there might be more there than that. There
2: used to be two. My mother-in-law my, used to listen.
4: My Instagram sister. Oh, yeah. On
2: the, <laughs> oh, I, listen. You want to
4: hear a story
0: that I feel horrible about? <laughs> that, that, I, I'll tell that story real quick. But first, Rick, um, one woman. Has contacted you?
5: Yeah, that's like it. Direct. There might be I'm, more, but you haven't. There checked. might be a few that have followed me, but they haven't. They haven't. They haven't seen reached me. out. No, they're, they they're being coy, or just you know, not interested. <laughs> well, yeah, very. They you know followed me to see all my Instagram photos, and they're like, "Yeah, this guy, Ooh, what a... yeah." He's got but he's too, too artsy, so, at, too artsy. But the, at the very least, uh, you do have female listeners, Steve. That's good. You should be proud of yourself.
0: So Giannis's mother-in-law, Giannis's father tells me a rather colorful story. I relate the story. Don't put any spin on it. Just relate the story. And she gets so mad at me that now she says she won't listen anymore. When all I did was told something that was told to me. Is she mad at your dad?
2: Probably. Oh, you think so? I don't know. Would he, uh, would that upset him? I don't him? think she's actually mad at anybody. But she didn't just like disapproving. it. disapproving. Yeah. But you see the
0: situation that puts me in mm-hmm. where I'm just telling a story someone else told me. Mm-hmm. It's like shooting. But you chose to tell. Shooting him. the messenger, <laughs> man.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. You're, you're, you're That's closing thought about dirt.
2: Trying to think why we were talking about this about what we were all doing is uh, it about getting up to go to school? Or about getting up early or something? Oh I, I, And <laughs> yes, and <It> was dirt. <laughs> pipes up with. I had to milk a cow every day before going to school. <laughs> that sucked. And I, someone else must be complaining about having to shovel snow or make oatmeal or something. No, it's just
1: getting up early. Just yeah. Up early. Exactly. And, I was like,
0: and then I couldn't have cocoa blasts. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go milk uh, yeah. cow.
3: No, we were getting nostalgia about uh, our moms and how they would prepare
5: the morning. And oh, will always wake us up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking oh, about. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah.
2: yeah, Everybody else is getting warm milk and tea. <laughs> dirt had to just get kicked out of bed to go milk the cow. <laughs> and I thought to myself, you know what? I do not have another peer that I can certainly think of quickly that can say that as a child, they were milking the cow before they went to school every day. Well,
0: my friend Farley had to milk a whole shitload yeah, of them, exactly. but that was a family
2: business. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's different. We got on rolling cars today, and Dirt's like, Yeah, my brother rolled a car twice. Both times he was racing me. Both <laughs> <laughs> uh, regretful moments. but So that's all you got?
2: Yeah, I just think that that kind of adds for the people that are following along. No, I don't L- mean it's not a good It adds a nice uh, little layer of, of character to Dirt. You know, you kind of you know, know where he came from um yeah
0: Yeah, i didn't mean to to think that it wasn't enough i just didn't know if you you know if you had
4: a little more you needed to Mm -mm. get out Corey, i don't think i would ever uh plan a big mule deer hunt around a big election because some t- I think it took away a little bit from it was our... It very
0: distracting.
4: Very distracting Holy at one moment. Because we were in the middle of nowhere with no cell phone service. No contact with any- anyone. I think we waited... A day. A, a day before we found out who was going to be the next president. Because we didn't
0: have our satellite phone.
4: Didn't have the satellite phone. We, forget- we put it in the truck because probably weight or room in the raft or something. But We asked some guy in a boat who won.
0: Now, I had that happen during... Bush Gore, where we put off a trip for the election. The next day, no one knew, and we're like, "Well, let's just go anyways." We went, then did a float trip for four days.
5: Came yep. out. Well, who won?
0: They still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> another another popular vote winner loser.
0: Yeah, exactly. Pop- popular vote, electoral vote. Yeah, it was. It was like. It was like so. Um,
1: yeah, it's hard to. It was an odd.
4: It was just a, the way del- to
1: camp, like
4: not the knowing. delivery was.
1: No, it was just weird. I think unexpected. all uh, expected.
4: Like, yeah, like like. So
0: who's yeah. president? No, we're not our leader. We're not we're
1: a playing.
5: group of people that that doesn't care. I think all of us, in our own way, are politically engaged and very much care about the process and the outcome, and to like sit uh, sit up and be. Uh, Glassing for for deer was both uh, satisfying and yeah. disconcerting. Like yeah. it was a strange combination of like, thank God I'm not watching the pundits, like give me the play by play. Like at the time I was like, oh this kind of feels good that I'm like kind of removed from the process. But then once the process was over and I knew people knew, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. what the outcome is like and, and then we we ultimately were interested and we found out via radio that and
0: then there was a lot of uh disbelief that
5: Yeah, that, so I mean, this yeah. is my personal like uh concluding thoughts but we found out on radio and Steve said Trump Trump won and uh I was like, "Oh, uh are you are you uh, s- screwing with me?" You know like like everybody in the nation, I think everyone
0: in the whole country, because it had been yeah. so it had been but, pounded, but had ra- been pounded I, into your head that it was I'm,
5: impossible. I'm on radio with with Steve, who's hearing this information via somebody else, you know, and it's like, ah, are you just messing with me? Like, and no, but I really all day hoped that I was being messed with a little bit. You were upset. Yeah, I was like, I felt ill, but I I did. I But that cheered you up. No, I was happy to, <laughs> I was happy to get this news such in in I felt ill sort of hearing that news, but in a group of people with such diverse political feelings. Yeah. All, that are all rational and information based and so I feel like there's still a very large uh contingent of America that votes based on Feeling, which I respect, but information and facts are really important to me. And I think one reason I uh, respect Steve so much, and we disagree politically slightly. I think we're on kind of two sides of the same coin. Um, But he's an information based human. It's like if there's facts that tell him to believe a certain way, uh, He looks at them and is like, "Okay, that's uh, I'm going to engage with those facts." Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so to be with a group of people that we could discuss uh, the Trump presidency with with uh, with facts and with openness and an understanding that everybody has a different feeling about a lot of different things. While we're waiting for a mule deer buck, while we're waiting for a mule deer buck, was like a pretty. (laughs) It was a good. It was a good. I think I would have been much less satisfied. To watch this all unfold on CNN in my house by myself, gotcha. because we we get we get pretty compartmentalized in our own little like uh, bubbles, and I think that people are talking about that. But you guys all the
0: br- the, bu- the, the, the bubbleness is becoming a problem.
5: It is definitely becoming a problem. Yeah. But my work on, with this crew, just in general, I'm not a hunter. I have different political beliefs than than. Uh, then I, I think other people my feelings about yoga are slightly different than other but but we can all talk about this and like not get angry at each other and I think it's man, if if the rest of America had our little deal going
1: on, we wouldn't have such issues. It was interesting, like we were huddled down waiting for that buck to stand up <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and the whole time Rick and I are just like talking about the election
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I. all
1: right. That was your concluding
0: thought. Yeah, I loved it. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna build on that um, with a couple thoughts here. Now I, I want to preface these thoughts by saying that I made a conscious decision a conscious decision a long time ago that in my public facing comments, like in my, in my public facing viewpoints, I was not going to discuss. I don't discuss politics. I discuss politics. because it just, it just pisses too many people off. It just, it just doesn't feel to me like it's constructive. Um, and largely because I sit, on, I sit simultaneously on, on both sides of the fence. For instance, I support clean air and clean water and also a robust military and capital punishment. So like, I don't have a lot of use for conservative and liberal because I'm, um, I'm an issues person. Each, I, I look at each issue independently, and I don't look toward what is the, the particular platform of a party, or like how can I align myself, like, oh, since I'm conservative, I must have this opinion. Or let me go check, let me make a phone call to find out what my opinion is, because all I know is that I'm conservative. So I don't have that approach. Um, but anyway, I, I try to avoid politics. Except I do talk about politics when it has to do with issues of wildlife, conservation, wildlife management, hunting, fishing, how, how the political atmosphere is affecting, you know, our public lands. Yeah, public lands, our lives as, as hunters and fishermen. So that's something I'm comfortable talking about. Um, now, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to talk about something that's going on now and the election in terms of something that I am comfortable discussing in politics, which is public lands issue. Now, some of you may have heard that Donald Trump won the presidency. At this point right now, this is something that doesn't happen very often. At this point right now, we have one political party. The Republican Party is now, um, holds, will, will soon hold the presidency will hold the House of Representatives, will hold the Senate, and will soon hold, I know it's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be apolitical, but they will soon hold the Supreme Court if you imagine that their, like, Republicans, had their, their nominees will have a majority in the Supreme Court. Now, here, here's a, I'm going to tell you a fact. The Republican Party, um, has a, has a list of planks in their platform. So the Republican Party has an agenda, and it's not something that need, you need to speculate about. It's a, it's a written-out agenda that the party holds. The, the, they hold that, and not all Republicans believe this, but a the, the, uh, 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 part of the platform is that we should be getting rid of federal public lands. This isn't like I'm not telling you like a theory. This is a thing you. I invite you to go check. the The, the Republican National Committee came out with a, like a like a prioritized list. On this list is we need to be dumping federal public lands for sale for divesture. Yeah, get them out of yeah. I don't. I don't even, see. Here's the thing is I don't want to get into. I, I'm trying not to spin any of this. Right. I have theories about why that is, okay. But I'm just trying to lay out. I'm uh, I'm, uh, at this point because I'm so uncomfortable discussing aspects of politics, because I'm such a mess politically. That I'm trying to just lay out like (laughs) I'm I'm trying to lay out factual things. Yeah. (laughs) So, that's that's a it's on the Republican agenda, dumping federal public lands and usually we have this uh you know we have a system of checks and balances in this country obviously that would, that exists between the supreme court the president house and senate um and we also have a, a different sort of checks and balances which comes about where we have two political parties that that um are on different sides of the aisle and they kind of battle shit out all the time and that and that allows things to move slowly and i tend to like people complain about gridlock but i'll tell you this about my own personal political feelings is i, I don't always look at gridlock as being necessarily evil, because um, when things happen kind of slow and in a measured way, I feel that it lends a little bit of stability to our political lives, our social lives, our economy, and um, and, and radical, herky-jerky shit kind of makes me uneasy. Uh, so all these different, so 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 much of the government now is controlled by a single political party, and that political party thinks we should be dumping the the, the federal lands. That, that we hunt and fish on. Th- this is complicated. There's an upside to this. When you think that, that Trump isn't, re- he's a Republican by name only. He's not really Republican. Um, if we look at like a Republican as being like what the Republican Party has stood for for the last 50 years. For instance, the Republican Party has generally always stood for free trade. Um, Trump sees a lot of value in protectionism. Okay, so he's at odds with his party in that he has one view of, he, he has one view that like, free trade, there's some good parts to it, but free trade has also cost us a lot of manufacturing jobs and other things, and allowed, you know, cheap imports be dumped into our economy and throw our economy off. So he 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 departs from the party line on free trade. Um, the Republican Party has always stood for promoted a very slippery term, but like traditional family values. Um, I think if you look at uh, Trump's personal life, some of his articulated opinions, I don't think that he really ascribes to what we might call like traditional
1: family values. So he kind of parts (laughs) from that there. Very conservative traditional family values, yeah.
5: Yeah, Um, Any religious conception of family values.
0: Now, Republicans have generally over the years stood for um containment of the soviet union which transitioned into containment of russia trump is open to finding common ground with russia and finding ways in which we might work with russia instead of in opposition to them i'm rick don't shake your head i'm i'm trying to lay out an unbiased just Things that no, the man no, has I'm, said.
5: I'm agreeing with you. I just friggin' it makes my brain hurt.
0: Because we're not talking about politics right now. I'm setting up something that I want to talk about, which no, is you're, public lands. You're
5: right. You're right. Okay. No, I'm agreeing with you, but I just, my brain explodes thinking about Trump.
0: Now, please, Rick, stop. I'm going to cut. <laughs> Yanni, I'm going to have you unplug his thing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Your brain explodes too.
0: We're not talking about politics.
5: I know. I'm laying some groundwork. No, you're talking Unplug about... Unplug his thing. Trump diverging from the Republican Party.
0: Which is a thing that is... is like it's like no a, one would disagree no, with No, I agree. And so, my, my brain continue. explodes with it oh, Okay,
5: That's all.
0: Um, Rick, you got me all messed up.
5: I'm trying to do something no, very you're delicately. Doing, you're doing I'm trying, good. You're I'm doing, trying to do something very delicate I think you're doing... Now. You're on target, Jump ahead.
0: Thursday... January twenty first, 2016, I was sitting in Nevada about 40 yards away from Donald Trump when he said, what did he say, Giannis? You were sitting right next to me. What did he say about public lands?
2: He wasn't going to sell them off.
0: Not interested in getting rid of public lands. I'm not going to get rid of your public lands. Did you hear him?
2: He did say that. He said it to me and
0: Yanni and hundreds of other people. I heard him with my own two ears and saw him with his own two eyes say it. Now, the man is going to be under intense pressure to uphold at once a, a number of campaign promises that he has made. Some of them have been described as outlandish, whatever. I don't want to get into that right now. He's going to be under intense pressure, and he's also going to be under intense pressure to align with Republican orthodoxy on all things. And I do, like I said, I do agree with the Republican Party on many things. I part ways with them on the issue of federal public lands. I think that people who like to hunt, and who like to fish, and who like to camp, and ride ATVs, and enjoy wildlife, What else am I missing? Mountain bikers, hikers, mountain bikers, skiers, hikers. Those of us, uh, those Americans, who recreate and and spend their time and spend their money and find their passion on public lands, Donald Trump's sons, you need to just, you need to, and I'm not, you need to 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 say, listen. Stephen yanni heard you say that <laughs> yep stay true to that please because entering into a realm where things get turned upside down and people's attentions get ba- abandoned and you make all kinds of compromises
1: i just hope and where did we hunt all week public land yeah
0: public land I mean, now I don't want. Here's the other thing I don't want to act like the public land. We have people, you know, a lot of things. We have a lot of people who are concerned with issues like their job. We have people who are concerned with issues like civil liberties. All Americans have big issues. And and I don't want to hold up the public lands issues being the number one problem facing the country. But because I preface this whole thing by saying that there's an aspect of politics I'm comfortable talking about because I really know it well. And that is issues surrounding wildlife management,
1: land use. Like, I, I stay boned up on that stuff. Yeah, me too. And, and we could not have done, our entire week could not have existed without public lands.
0: And he stood there in front of me and Yanni and said, I will not sell your public lands. Not interested in getting rid of your public lands. Uh. Brody, what's your uh, concluding thought? Don't talk about politics, man. Unplug that. That's I, all.
5: That's all. I,
0: Rick, I, I swear to God, I, you already did your thing. I love you and respect you. I'm not going to talk
1: about politics or Rick. <laughs> um, uh, I agree with you. Steve. I guess I, I like should it. talk about mule deer. You got a concluding thought? I kind of want to talk about beavers, but we didn't <laughs> get there. Oh, please. Please talk about beavers. Well, I got my first beaver. Right before the hunt, tell them about Colorado's rule on beavers. No trapping. Which I don't know. But, which is bullshit. Well, they're trying to outlaw it. Well, it, did that? Go, what happened with Got, that in Montana? Got destroyed in Montana. Yeah.
0: So Montana had I what was I one seven seven, or they had some initiative where put up, where you couldn't trap on public land anymore. Right. Boy, that didn't go over real well. Sixty eight percent of the
1: vote against that initiative. Well, look at a state like. Well, I feel like it could happen in Montana. If it, no, it if, couldn't. It just got destroyed. I know, but I'm saying if Montana becomes more like urbanized, Colorado. more gentrified. Yeah, the minute Colorado
0: had 51% of its population living in Denver on the front and Fort range. Collins, yeah, they got trapped. Right. So it's like, a, it, that's why I was saying, we, we live in this weird time where on one hand we have people trying to get rid of our public lands, and then we have this other group of people from, you know, presumably from very much across the aisle from that group. Yeah trying to lock out an entire
1: segment of... User group
0: who's been using a sustainable, renewable resource based on the idea that... For hundreds
1: of years, for
0: longer than it's even been a damn state.
1: Yeah. But no one wants... No one can... Those people can't wrap their head around an animal dying in a trap, right? No. They
0: can just wrap their heads around the, the, the scores of animal deaths that they encounter every week. On
1: highways, on their and, no, on yeah. their
0: plate, yeah. Like when they get a chicken nuggets, how many damn <laughs> chickens?
1: <laughs> how many damn
0: chickens are into one chicken right. nugget? No. I can tell you, it ain't one,
1: right? No, but either way, I, I Colorado outlawed trapping. Yeah, 15-20 years ago, I don't know how, uh, based on a voter referendum, much like they voted out spring bear hunting, hunting bears with dogs, hunting Death bears by a with bait, cuts. right. But either way, someone was smart enough to say, well, if you can't trap them, then you can hunt them on a small game license. And I shot a beaver on a small game license 10 days ago, right before this hunt. And uh, with Steve's guidance, skinned it, made a nice little round thing, and now I'm going to have Either Around by, by which he means he round skinned round his beaver. skinned it. Yep. Yeah. And I'm either going to do mitts or a, a trooper hat. I'm not sure yet. But he's going to
0: use the he's going to use the services of Clifford's Critter Creations, yeah. who does anyone looking to have uh, custom work done with your own furs, ice trap stuff and sell yeah. it. Now I trap stuff. We just have hats and stuff right. made for it. Like my brother, last beaver we got, he had a nice hat made for his wife.
1: But we we're hoping. On the float portion of this hunt, that we'd run into a beaver, it just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, when you look at w- when what Colorado did when when they had the referendum to the ban trapping, Colorado, I didn't notice till Brody told me they just moved all the fur bears
1: to small game over
0: onto the small game list. And so this is like the only state that I've ever that I know about you can hunt beavers with a twenty-two. Yep, it's the only way. I mean,
1: basically, it's the only way to get a beaver now.
0: There's like a certain irony there where. Someone was telling me, if, if you look at like when, when California banned lion hunting, you look at like what the annual harvest was of lions in California. I, I, I could be completely wrong, but I feel like it was somewhere in the vicinity of like 300 lions right. a year, annual harvest in California. Now you look at what animal control services, guess how many lions animal control services kills every year in
1: California? That many. Oh, 300. Yeah. <laughs> <Sounds> well, like- <laughs> well, in Colorado, they outlawed spring bear hunting, dog hunting, bait hunting, and i'm not a, at all a big fan of bait hunting for bears but the last time they had done well, do you mean that you don't have any desire to do it or you I, don't I think just, folks I, should be able to do it no people can do it it's just not something i want to do it. yeah it's like yeah. when i look
0: i like i love to hunt bears yeah but it's just like i like to hunt bears, spot yeah. and stalk but that doesn't mean that that's not any kind of comment on how other people right. like to hunt just how no. i like to hunt them no yeah.
1: But either way, Colorado, the last time they did a a major population study on black bears was sometime around the time they banned that stuff. And there was X number of bears. They recently did a study 20 years later or 15 years later since that, that, that type of hunting had been banned and found out the population of black bears in Colorado had essentially doubled. And now the only way to control that population is a a fairly difficult fall bear hunting season.
0: Yeah. But we just talked to a biologist who said they're fixing to start doing some state-sponsored bear control. Right, right. So you remove, you make it that people, the paying customer, the license-buying customer who's going to go out and buy a license that supports fishing game and then do a bear hunt Get a bear, have the meat, have the hide. It's like, oh no, it's better if we just have government guys
1: snipe them yeah, under, that's, yeah.
0: that's that's
1: the solution, yeah I mean I would I, I would be such a huge fan of a spring bear season, and not with I don't need dogs, I don't need bait. I would love to be, go, be able to go do a spot and stock hunt like Montana has in the spring.
0: Yeah, and you can't bait in Montana, and You can't run dogs in Montana. But it's not coming from the place that when people are trying to ban the practices, it's like traditional use patterns. And I right. think when you look at, when I look at hunting um, and fishing and the, regu- the regulatory structures that we have, I give a lot, and I, I didn't invent this, it's a, it's, a not, it's a common idea, but I give a lot of credence to traditional use patterns. Yeah. So what are the things that, that people have traditionally done here? And it gives you a good framework to understand new things. For instance, so many states are getting out ahead of the drone situation. Yep. And it's so easy to ban drones now for the use of hunting. And I, I what 13 states, almost every state where you'd even have, where you have open enough country that it would even Typical matter. Typical
1: Western hunting states. They've yeah. all banned the use of drones yeah. and hunting.
0: Why was it easy to do that? It's not a traditional use practice. Yeah, There's no resistance. In fact, hunters are the most vocal yep. proponents of getting out ahead of the drone situation and banning the use of drones in hunting. So there is like a real, uh, there's a reverence toward traditional use practices. And when we go in and say, like when we go inside to try to pluck out traditional use practices that we've already formed a successful wildlife management system in conjunction with
1: you're going to hit a lot of resistance from hunters and fishermen. Yeah, but when you turn that decision over to people who have no connection to hunting and fishing, then a traditional youth pattern can be just dis- yanked out of existence, oh, yeah. basically.
0: Sure. People who are like, you know, I wouldn't know a lion if it was chewing on my foot, but a fellow <laughs> damn sure shouldn't be able to hunt him. Right. Oh, you know what we glassed up tonight? I keep forgetting to talk about this. We glassed up an ermine.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Pure white. Pure white? already that's what makes the ermin ermine, you know well normal people you know oh, that. I know that. normally yeah. there's snow this time of year and yeah. that dude doesn't know there's snow that here. dude better that's watch his ass <laughs> <laughs> cuz he's going to get nailed by, by a, a raptor yeah yeah
0: cuz he just looks like you can't miss him man he looks like a piece of paper <laughs> blowing yeah. along across they're the They're tough bitches though, climate change happens faster than uh, faster than they can figure it out yeah he's like, like a little like a little white hot
2: dog just running across the sage flood. yeah
0: saying yeah i was saying he glassed up another one the other day
2: yeah, I think we were on the river the last one. Up. We had How
0: come you one didn't th- tell anybody about
5: it.
1: Fierce, those guys are fierce, man. Yeah, they'll kill a jackrabbit. Yeah, we had one hanging out in our yard last year. Oh man. Oh, did, what, but your concluding thought—I kind of hijacked your concluding thought. No, that—that was—that was basically it. Other than you know, well, th- mm. thanks to Rick and Garrett for just hanging tough with me the
4: last few days.
1: Yep, tough old coots. Mm. Yep. Rick likes
0: those midnight uh not midnight, he likes those late night, um skirts, man. Yeah he says, he says he enjoys it. You yeah. know,
5: actually I'm I really part of me does not like them. Especially early on when I started doing this. It's like, uh oh, it's dark. We should go home now. Yeah. I felt And like now a- now I'm like Oh, this is awesome! We don't it's know where we, we don't know yeah. where we're going. I felt like There's probably some cliffs we're gonna encounter, and everybody's headlamps <laughs> are gonna be terrible, ex- except mine. <laughs> so they're gonna be like, Rick, hey, come over Look here, here. get <laughs> like, some light. Yeah. Dirtman like,
0: Dirt throws a pebble down, yeah. and it counts how long it takes to hit, the, and then he decides the,
5: if he can the, jump
1: or not. The best one, and
5: I think uh, somebody's somebody's phrase that uh, uh, what was it, Brody? Something about the path of least. Resi- no, I, I like to path- say the
1: path of least resistance is often the hardest way to go. I think that's
5: a really, yeah. really good <laughs> metaphor for life. Like you think, oh, drainage. We don't have to climb any hills. We'll just until be- you
1: get to a waterfall. Well, yeah,
5: until you get like a 30-foot wa- waterfall, and you're just stuck there, and you're like, huh?
2: Now oh, we'll be climbing. A yeah, hill now to get we got to do some
5: effort. So there is this sense that. You, there's no there's no free lunch you got to put in you got to put in your time you got to
1: put in your effort i'm just gonna go down that hill i no. want you to
0: know in that drainage i was not caught by surprise by all those no i I've, I've walked down those no,
5: but you, no but many times but i do like the, the severity of your opt, optimism <laughs> of like oh yeah let's pass backpacks down this little short waterfall hop that we can all climb down and then you're like oh this next one's good and then you look at it, you start climbing down it, you know. When like, you
1: walk up to the edge of oh, Okay, may, maybe maybe not. Scary.
5: It's I scary. got a little ahead of myself. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: We made it out fine. Yeah. Um Dirt. It.
3: Life's good when you're sweating outside. Seeing country.
0: Well for, this man is a poet.
5: <laughs> a hairy a poet. poet. <laughs> a, I wish we had a, a website to post the that Starbucks photo. Can we oh, no, can I'll we put that, that on the yeah, me and Dirt Myth hitting Starbucks. Yeah. Sweating.
0: <laughs> that, no, that's it. Dermot, not that that wasn't enough, but that, that you, you feel satisfied. Yep. It maybe ran, maybe
2: uh, after that picture, my dad will want to hit up a Starbucks for the first time. <laughs> he? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> he got his dad. He had his dad, who I'll point out, as much as you know, the, he's, the, he believes he's Latvian, and he is by descent, an American born man Try to tell me that he has never, ever had a Starbucks coffee. Folgers man, or what is he? Not even that he's tried to avoid it. He just says that it's just never happened. I don't know if that's really possible, because I feel like you'll say to you some dude, like, oh, hey, can you grab me a coffee, and but, it'll be that kind.
2: The, the thing is, is that my dad's not he, – he hasn't ever been much of a coffee drinker, and I think that the, the way that we consume coffee, like our generation – how often we're like, get me a coffee. Yeah, Let's yeah. go to the coffee shop. Like, my dad, if you, like he would look at that and be like, that's $750 annually that I can instead be putting here. Like, you're an idiot for going to spend yeah, that yeah. kind of money on cups of coffee and white, you know, cups. And in a way, he's right. So I think that's kind of how he's gotten out of it. It's it, it, So you
0: believe him when he says that?
2: Yeah. Well,
0: he's damn sure he had some now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those Vias. <laughs>
2: Which we love.
0: That's something we should discuss <laughs> sometime. Is how Via is the way to go for backpack coffee. Yeah.
5: Backpack uh, coffee. Co- Rick, up. did you
0: do one? Did you get a concluder?
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. I had the whole trunk. Oh deal. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to go on? I got I got a, on. a, <laughs> I would, I got a ch- keep for you, Rick.
4: No, I got a chore for, you, no, right. a for right. you, Rick, and we'll check back in. <laughs> okay. Next. I
0: want to find a word or a phrase to explain this. This is this, this little bit. You can come up with it.
5: All right.
0: When. You know when you try to like gauge someone's judgment, right? So you get, you're to, know, try, yeah, you you're get trying, to know someone.
5: You're trying to figure out.
0: And over time, you're like, yeah, this is like a re- very reliable
5: yeah. figure. Yeah.
0: I have a problem, not with anyone in this room, but I have a thing that I've identified over the years where what, when someone's opinion Is always the that that you should that you look at. It's like always the easy thing, but they never say like it'd be easier to. But they always have a different reason. But then when you look, you go like, oh, but your reason is easier. And over time, you realize that every time a issue comes up, they have the easy idea, but they never want to do it because it's easy. They always try to sell you on it with a different explanation.
5: It's like uh, a, ra- a rationalization of, of something with some other ulterior motive. So
0: you're like, hey, let's go up there and look for a buck. And they're like, man, I like we should go down there oh, right, and look right, for right. a buck. And then the next day, you're like, um, hey, let's, let's uh, uh, pick up these big, huge rocks and throw them. And they're like, let's. Uh, I was thinking We pick up these little rocks and, and throw them throw further. <laughs> and we <then> can <laughs> throw
5: them further because they're yeah. little. That's and over better, time, you go idea.
0: like, man. Every time this guy has ever had a suggestion, it's always happened to be
5: the easier. I would say that's the problem of modernity, right there. Yeah,
0: I, th- I want you to think about it and think right. about and think of a way to describe. Some people just
1: don't want to work hard. No.
0: Yeah, but but I want something more like a, um, like a, like a specific. Eloquent.
1: Psychological.
5: I'll I'll give you a little starter. All
1: right, then this, we're done.
5: This ecofeminist Val Plumwood writes about that. Just take take a an look.
0: ecofeminist does.
5: Oh yeah.
0: Ooh. Is that a guy or a girl? Girl. I was gonna say you can't be a bro ecofeminist. Uh, you?
5: Yeah. I well, am.
0: you
4: could. I am. You know. <laughs> 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 All right. With that. Tune in next time. <laughs>
0: This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend.
5: Yeah, Steve, they're very comfortable. They're very fashionable, and I enjoy wearing mine around the office and anywhere I go. Stop by your local Tacova's
0: store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Telling you what, Decked is a game changer. Decked has completely changed. How I load, organize my truck. All my stuff that I want is always in there, out of my way, and secure. It's perfect. If you own a pickup truck that you use, you know, like a truck, the Decked drawer system gives you weatherproof storage for all your gear. You can lock it up, too. You keep your tools and gear organized, job site or out in the field. Go to deckcom slash meat eater to receive free shipping. Go to decked.com dot com slash meat eater get yourself some free shipping